Exodus 33. So, Yahweh said, go, leave here. I will send an agent ahead of you, but I will not go with you. Go to the place that I promised, to the promised land. Um, so he's basically telling Moses, go away from me. I'm going to be here on my mountain. You need to leave. You and all of the Israelites. This is right after the golden calf. And, yeah. And so he continued, he said, if I, if I went with you, even for a moment, I might destroy you. Um, he says it again, if I went with you, I would, I would destroy you. Um, and, and then it says all the Israelites weren't wearing their jewelry. Uh, and then it repeats it and says that because Yahweh had actually told them to take off your jewelry or your trappings. It's the same word that's used for like horse and bridle. Like a horse has the trappings, which would be the things that they wear. So they took off their jewelry. And that's interesting because the jewelry is what they used to make the idol. And Yahweh said, just take it off. Like, it's connected to idol worship right now. Just take it off. And so they, they did. And they were afraid and were listening, finally. Which is good. So Moses set up a tent far away from the camp, and whenever he entered, the people would stand up and they would watch his back as he entered. Everybody would be at the front of their tents and they would watch him from afar. And he would enter and the pillar would come down and remain at the door of the tent. And Yahweh spoke to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks with his friend. And Moses would then return to the camp after the pillar left. But Joshua would not leave the tent. Joshua, Moses' attendant, who was up on the mountain with him uh, the whole time, and now remains in the tent, in God's presence. He's in God's presence while, they're, while Moses and Yahweh are talking. And then when Yahweh's presence left, he stayed there. This is interesting. He was just so determined to be near wherever Moses was near God. So then uh, we kind of flash back to one of those conversations in that tent. Moses said to Yahweh, you told me to lead these people, but you haven't told me who you will send with me. Probably referring to the agent or the, the angel that Yahweh had told him. Uh, you said that you know me by name and that I have favor with you. Teach me your ways so that I will know that you have that you found favor with me. Um, Yahweh was frustrated with them and said, you're going to go and I'm going to send an agent to, to take care of you. And Moses is saying, you haven't told me about this, this other, this agent, this, uh, this angel, this messenger, this other one that you want to send with us. I want you to go. Please go with us. And Yahweh responded with, my presence will go and I will give you rest. Moses, uh, Moses then, you know, he's, he's doubling down in here. He says, if you don't go, please don't make us leave your presence. He's saying, if, if you're not going to go with us, if you're going to send an agent, then can we just stay here on this mountain? We don't need 
We don't need your favor in some distant place if you're not there. We want to be with you. And Yahweh responded with, I will do what you have asked. You have found favor with me, and I know you by name. And then Moses responded with, Show me your glory. So Yahweh responded with, My goodness will pass before your face. I will call out Yahweh before your face. I will be gracious and compassionate to whom I choose. That's I will be gracious to who I who I will be gracious and compassionate to whom I will be compassionate. He said, But no man can see my face and live. Stand on this particular rock, and I will cover you in the cleft of the rock, so that you do not die, and you will see my back. So there's some really cool parallels here. This is not this is this is Yahweh telling him about what's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. That's going to happen in the next chapter or so. Um, when Moses went into the tent of meeting, I don't think it's an accident that people watched his back as he entered the presence of God. Because Moses um, was um, a representation of God to the to the Jews, so they watched his back as he went. And here, Yahweh said, "You will see my back." Another interesting thing here is that it says very clearly that Moses that Moses spoke face to face as a man speaks with his friend, with Yahweh in the tent of meeting. But then, you know, less than a chapter later, it says, no man can see my face and live. So which is it? And I don't, you know, I don't think this is a, this is not an accident. This is, you know, whoever was putting this together, they, they didn't just cobble it together and I'm like, oh shoot, I've completely contradicted myself. Like that's just not how, it, it's meant for us to think, to ponder. That there is a presence of God that is accessible and face to face but it is not the full glory and face of God because Moses was speaking face to face as a man speaks with his friend when he asked show me your glory and Yahweh said I will I will show you but you can't see my full glory and its face or you will die and I love you, and I'm not going to kill you like that. So I'll cover you up, and you can see my back. You can see not my full glory, but some of it. And that's, we want to see more and more of his glory, because seeing his glory changes us.